Welcome to Bookmark, where you can take a pause and dive into the wide world of literature. This episode may contain spoilers or shadow and bone. Listen at your own risk. The views expressed are the views of the participants and not and are not shared by the Benton School District. This is Ryan. This is Vincent. And today we're going to be talking about, of course, Shadow and Bone by Leah Bardugo. I love her. Her? Okay. This book is like the main, like the first book of like her entire like universe called the Grishaverse because it yeah. focuses on like Wait, this, it's called the Grishaverse. It's called the Grishaverse. It's like a cereal brand. I know, but it's so cool <laughs> because like okay, we have Shadow and Bone, and then we have the little prequel Six of Six of Crows, which I love so much more. But we're not gonna talk about that. And it, this book itself is really cool because like the whole plot is like you're set in a fantasy world where there are people called Grisha. And their whole, like, cool thing is, like, they can do magic, but their magic is based on the small science, which means they can manipulate the small particles and, like, matter of the world, you know? And it's different to, like, three different classes. There are the people who, like, I can't remember what they're called, but they focus on, like, the body and stuff. So there's, like, the healers and also the people that can, like, rip you in half with their mind. And there's the people who can, like, control the elements. And there are people who can just, like, control materials that can, like, make things with fabrics or with chemicals or with metals. Cool. It's awesome. And yeah. yeah, and then Alina just comes in, the main character, and messes messes around and finds out she's a new, different version, new breed, new, new breed, breed of new Grisha. special breed. Um, is it, should we talk about the fold? The fold, part? yeah, that's like what the main plot is. So the book starts where you are Alina, and you're like trying to get somewhere. I can't remember why, but you're trying to get across the fold with Mal. And when you're trying to get across the fold, the fold basically is like this giant, like, stretch of just darkness that is filled with these nasty little creatures. Little? Not little. They're big creatures that will tear you apart. They're terrifying. And you get, like, wind casters. Volca. They're called Volca. Volca? Volca. Again, it sounds like a Pokemon. Okay. So, (laughs) this book has many different cultures and stuff. And, like, Alina is from, like, Ravica, which is represented by, like, Russian and stuff. They have, like, like, their language is inspired by the Russian language, especially, like, 15th century Russia, you know? Mm -hmm. And, like, a lot of this is based off countries, like, in, like, the 15th century and earlier. And I think that's cool. But, yeah, that's why we have fun words, like, Volka. Yeah, and they have, if you read, like, the hard copy, they have a whole little map at, like, the beginning. So, you could just flip back and forth in the book and just like see where the character's going and that was one of my favorite parts in eighth grade in eighth grade grade. but no the fold is like it was said to be created by the darkling which is like his own type of grisha who manipulates darkness because that's fun and you don't find that out until real later i mean it's basic plot that like that's what happened there but we don't find out who the darkling is until later oh yeah yeah, we don't find out who he really is so like he made the fold which is just darkness and weird volka who are like people who got turned into monsters by the darkness and then so when they're going through the fold the ship that they're on is like attacked by these volka Mm -hmm. so alina is like being attacked and mount is like being hurt and all this bad stuff is happening alina just lets out this giant think beam of light that scares away the volkas because she's like the antithesis to the darkling apparently Mm -hmm. and so this draws the attention of Oh, I can't remember his name. I think it's General Kurigan. General Kurigan, who was like the leader of the palace or whatever, which is like where all the Grisha do their things. I just, yeah, that's how we first meet General Kurigan. General Kurigan. I don't remember him very well. No, he was like the main bad guy. He is. 
Oh wait, that's his yeah. name. That that's oh his actual God. name. We okay. Yeah. Okay, are we dead naming the Darkling? <laughs> <laughs> like it's not revealed until later that he's the Darkling, which is, makes him like a cool twist villain because at the beginning he's like this cool like teacher mentor guy to Alina or whatever who becomes a weird love interest. The love interests in this in this book are very interesting. There, there's interesting love interests in this book. Like um, Mal, like we mentioned earlier, is like her childhood best friend, and like throughout the book, as you know, her world view starts completely falling apart. They get really close, and then more close, and then get together by the end of the book. I think it's not my least favorite couple, but like it's. It's not the most exciting relationship because, like, no. from page like five, you can see like, oh yeah, they're going to get together, and yeah. they get together exactly how you would expect. Mm -hmm. But at least Mal, at least Mal's kind of cool. Mal is kind of cool. Like he has this cool thing where like he has like an amazing ability to like track and hunt creatures. Like he's just a professional tracker, and he hunts down these cool beasts that Alina needs to find. It's like a whole plot of the book. She yeah. kills these beasts to get part of their stuff so she can become stronger and her power can destroy the fold all that yeah. fun stuff each book in the series is like a new beast that they're trying to kill the yeah. first one is like the stag mm -hmm. the second one it's like a serpent is it the phoenix there's i think the last one's the phoenix the second one is the serpent yeah it was it was weird i didn't get to read the third book because yeah. you know the fun thing about the <laughs> books is okay so they made a show on netflix and I have some beef with the show because they don't really walk you through the plot of the three stories. Instead, it kind of, like, fast-forwards through the plot. Yeah. So, like, you do see them hunting the stag, but you don't really see them hunting the other beasts. And you don't get really much explanation as you do in the book. But it's still, like, a really good, like, adaptation because it covers the plot in a very fast-paced way. And it also mixes in the plot with Six of Crows, which I think is cool. Yeah. And I'm ready for the next season so I can, like, see more about Six of Crows because... That book series is awesome. Yeah, I'll just not talk more about that. I just hope it doesn't get canceled. It better not. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. But yeah, it's it's pretty swagalicious. But yeah, there's like the world building. Can I just the world building? Can I just say she did a very good job at that. She does a really good job of the world building because like she takes things that we are familiar with. Because like Ravka's inspired by Russia. There's the Shuhan, I think is what they call, and they're inspired by. Uh, I can't remember which group, but there's this. There's a more someplace somehow. There's Kirch, <laughs> and they're inspired by Dutch stuff. Like so, they're like the main place of like travel and not travel. Uh, what is it when you commerce. buy stuff? Commerce. Commerce. There you go. There we go. Commerce. And it's like I like. I think it's so cool because like not only do they have these like separate areas with their own like real world counterparts, and each one takes differently to the Grisha because like in Fierda, which is inspired by I can't remember where, I think it's like Iceland. They hate the Grisha because they think they're witches and stuff, and they think they're all evil, so they try to, like, kill all the Grisha, you know? That does sound like Iceland. Yeah. But in places like Ravka, <laughs> the Grisha are, like, seen as, like, oh, cool, there are warriors because they can, like, do that cool stuff. Yeah. I just think it's awesome how there's, like, different views of that in different places because that's pretty realistic and good world-building to show, like, yeah, the contrast of how people react to different things. And it's nice to have, like, different groups in a book that, you know, are have all different worldviews, so like, not everything is just same same when a character travels there's different adversary adverse anyways <laughs> wherever you go it's i just love it's good world building straight up good world building my really only my big beef with this book is like the romance subplot between mal and alina yeah. <laughs> but yeah i had uh, i gave up reading the third yeah. book 
the the phoenix one because every single chapter was alina and mal making out yeah every single chapter and i mean that's that's okay every Good once in a while however i do like plot <laughs> yeah it's that's one of the main reasons i'm not a big fan of this as i am to six of crows this is like a sponsorship of six of crows i recommend <laughs> it it's a duology it's like a fantasy heist you see a little bit of it in the show just for the record not sponsored it is sponsored <laughs> by leah bardugo's six of crows hit me up <laughs> but <laughs> No, yeah, the adaptation was pretty good because like it went through it really fast and had it fleshed out a lot of the characters in a new way. Also introduced some new characters, like the guy who runs an underground train company to get through the fold without the government knowing. That was fun. I have yeah. not read Six of Crows, however, that sounds really. It's really in neither cool. of the books, but they just added it into the show for fun. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Because yeah. like this show takes place before Six of Crows, so it shows like how they got together and how they first met and how they started stuff, which isn't covered in the books. Oh, but it okay. also shows how Alina progresses through her story and gets to where she needs to go. And there's so many good characters. Oh my gosh, the Darkling's mom. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so the Darkling's. General Grian on his like little palace and stuff. He has a mom who's like an old lady and stuff, and she's like really mean, but she's like really wise. She's like that fun little archetype. Yeah, I just remember like her being described as just having like a little little hut just off to the <laughs> side from the palace, a little hut off to the side, and she's yeah. like just really good at what she does. <laughs> yeah, it's just so Alina like is like her main mentee or whatever, and yeah, they get really cool bestie bestie vibes, and then she like. For the most part of like how Alina knows her, Alina doesn't like her because she's like she's mean and she's very strict because she's trying to like show Alina how to use her powers, but Alina's not good at using her powers. Mm -hmm. But once you know the plot twist and we understand like oh wait, General Kurgan is the bad guy, and so Alina yeah. has to run away. It's her mom who's it's the Darkling's mom <laughs> who like helps Alina escape, and it's like a really cool like moment of like oh wait, you're not bad, you're just trying to protect me and keep me alive because you hate your son okay and it's just it's a fun little plot twist yeah. guess freud wasn't right <laughs> just, i don't want to go off on that <laughs> but it really it's it sounds a lot more simple when we talk about it but that's because you know it's been a minute since we read the books but yeah. it's still really good and if you've seen the show you need to read the books that there's so much that the show missed yeah and they're just, just added randomly which i mean usually when an adaptation happens just add random stuff I hate it. Yeah. But when this show did it, like, it had purpose on why they made those adaptations. And it made some, like, really beautiful scenes. Like, the hunting the stag scene. That was a really, like, emotional scene in the book. Because, like, she found this beautiful creature and she has to kill it so, so she can become stronger. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, either... Oh, I can't explain it, but, like... It's... It's just a beautiful moment. And it, when it shows it in the show, like, you can really see, like... See what's going on. It's just, yeah. Being able to see it just makes it so much cooler. That's how it was with like the Harry Potter books. It was like, wow, everything is like, it's here. It's here. What? But no, yeah, I love Leah Bardugo. She is an excellent world builder. She's a little lost in her romance because I can't get over the romance between the Dark and Alina. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was really, really weird. It, it was. It was kind of like, hey, you're 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 cool. I'm I'm new. How are you? Yeah. So you have cool powers. I have cool powers. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah mm -mm. my favorite thing is like so in the show uh there's a moment where in the book alina and the darkling get it going on but in the show 
like one of the Darklings like advisor guys walks in and interrupts them before they can get it going. And I think that's so funny. <laughs> Cause it prevents a what would be like a really just interesting scene yeah. from happening. So I love that. Yeah. I think Yeah, I think we covered about all that you need to know before you read this book because it's so good. The, how cool the Grisha is because their power I've never seen like someone like build a power system like that, you know? Like most magic systems are like, oh yeah, there's just magic here. Uh, that you can do the mana thing and it it works, I guess. Mana potion <laughs> FP all yeah, but no, this book like it takes it turns someone who's just like able to do things, it turns it into a science of like manipulating the particles of exact things. She doesn't explain it as well as she probably could, but I mean, it's still a very cool yeah. concept. Yeah, it's better than a lot. And it builds lore off of this. It builds history off of this. It builds different perceptions of what this means. And it's, it's just, it's so cool. And then there's like the different cult. I'm just repeating myself. It's it's good. It has really yeah. good things. It's amazing world building. Yeah. Did I mention it has amazing world building? Uh, one more time. The world building. It is amazing. World building. Anyways, this has been Bookmark. Thanks for listening and catch you next week. Music by Fizzlin Studios. Thank you.